0: Oh, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to episode two, real talk with Ray season. What season are we in three? Trace? Trace? I think it's season three. Either way, today I feel like as a good episode for anyone who is an example, or a caregiver for a tiny human, whether you are a parent, an older sibling, an aunt and uncle, a teacher, Whoever you are, if you have the influence over young children, this is a very important episode for you. You know what to do. Go ahead, brew that cup of coffee, or go ahead and roll that J, because now it's time to get into it with Real Talk with Ray. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hopefully, you got on the right state to hear this message because let me tell you, today's story, it has a happy ending, but let me tell you, it was a roller coaster for me. Um, there's those moments that we think and we believe we have healed through certain things or we have grown through certain things and that may be true. However, (laughs) though you may grow through things, your emotions and your mental state is constantly ebbing and flowing, highs and lows, you know, finding the balance in between. And the universe will test you. The moment you're like, yeah, ace that quiz, got that, moving on, they're like, all right, pop quiz. Did you really? Did you really? And one thing for me throughout my constant journey is learning to set boundaries down that I can disagree with somebody and not have to be fearful of their response. Now, here's the thing. Not in a bad way, I disagree with a lot of people on a lot of different things. However, I have no ill will or anger or resentment towards anyone who thinks or feels differently than I do. Simply because at a young age, it was pointed out to me that the way that I saw things, the way that I thought, the way that my brain worked, you know, the way that I interpreted information was very different than other people. Now, unfortunately, the adults in my life did make me feel like I was doing something wrong. Um... But I still never harbored that resentment towards people. In fact, it was almost hard for me to say my piece because if it didn't vibe with, say, like what my parents thought or felt, uh, bad news bears. Like, I'm wrong. Why, how dare I think that way? Um, <clears throat> and honestly, <laughs> rip to my fucking parents for me being born to them, first of all. Let me just say, if they're... Is some sort of cosmic balance. I must have been it for them. And I must have been their real test of growth. And they both failed miserably. Um, But wow. Yeah. How hard that must have been to be such an unhealed adult and give birth to a child who is filled with positivity and wonder for the world and questions things like on a deeper level than you ever will. Like that's probably very threatening to them so i could see how my grandeur thoughts and wonders scared them however as a parent it has been my mission to never shut my children down for their creative thoughts because guess what maybe i'm not understanding them right like i'm not here to like tell my child every single thing they say or do is correct and give them a false sense of reality that is not the case however you will never see me telling my children What they think and what they feel is wrong. Now, yeah, did you get that math problem wrong? Did you spell that word wrong? These factual, minuscule things? Yes, we can correct that. But I can't tell you how to think and feel. And a couple days ago, I was very excited to go on my son's field trip with him. Last one in fifth grade, you know, before he moves on to middle school. And it's not cool that I show up to these things. And it was to the South Bend Museum of Art. Okay, my oldest is an earth sign, a Capricorn, and we vibe a lot because I have so much earth sign, thank God, in my chart. Otherwise, I would not be grounded enough to have this conversation. Uh, And him and I vibe. However, as previously stated, he is an earth sign. I am an air sign. I communicate way more than he can verbally and so when art comes into the picture that is the one major common ground that we have always had is creating art and looking at art together perceiving art talking about it for as long as i can remember so my excitement was probably 10 plus going into this field trip field trip was not what i expected but excuse me sorry not gonna edit that out not worth my time um (laughs) Anyway, I show up and there's two classrooms. I'm obviously paired with my son's classroom and there's a couple other chaperones, okay? The first activity, we go upstairs and they kind of teach them how to do this 3D depth of field model, which I have to say they spent 30 minutes explaining simple instructions to the children and then gave them 10 minutes to complete it, which was not nearly enough time uh so that was here or there that was whatever because I was just seeing the disappointment on the children's faces when they realized they literally finished step one and it's time to go and they're told oh you'll get to finish it later in class no they won't (laughs) that's a lie I've been in school before no uh so that was here nor there the moms that were up there with me seemed to be helping however I must state if you've been a chaperone before, please tell me if this is your experience as well. The group of children I get tend to want to act out. And I'm sure it's because they're testing the authority with a new figure, i.e. me, i.e. woman who is a mom, right? I'm not their mom. They think I'm going to be so- soft and nice, which I am. However, we stick to the rules and the boundaries that the teacher sets plain and simple like I'm here as an extension of the teacher and I tell them that you know like I'm cool I'm here to have fun but I am your teacher's eyes and ears Um, and (laughs) this was probably the worst experience I have ever had chaperoning so we go downstairs after the art portion upstairs to start walking around the art museum and I'm getting real excited because I'm like cool Like this, the kids will definitely be able to engage in. Like this will be fun. They'll see the art. They'll be able to talk about it. Walk around instead of just sit. I'm wholeheartedly excited for this experience. And then the universe is like, hey, remember how you said you're really great at setting boundaries and not feeling the guilt, but stepping into what you feel is right for you? Let's test that theory right here, right now out in the live, out in the wild. So, first of all, I was one of three chaperones with the group that we had, and I was the only one to help the teacher and the museum curators. It was not fun. Uh, We were downstairs, and the first thing they told the kids when they even got into the building was the rules about walking around the art hands at your sides no swinging your arms no hands on your hips and stay at least three feet away from the walls and the artwork they reminded them of that rule well actually asked them if they remembered and then reminded them of it when they came downstairs one of the kids in a group that i noticed was hanging out with one of the other mom chaperones after is told those instructions by the leader of the museum she looks around notices that her chaperone is not within sight, backs up towards one of the art pieces and starts swinging her arms, okay? She looks over at the other chaperone, the other chaperone standing next to her kid, not paying attention. Then she looks over at me and we make eye contact and I just did the mom thing and I shook my head no and I just, you know, motioned for her to scooch up. And she just looked at me and I was like, please scooch up back away from the art. She did it. Then I go back to listening to the teacher with one eye on her. The second I turned my head like a freaking two-year-old, this child decides to back up and start swinging again. So I do what any gentle parenting parent would do. I then gently walk up behind them and say can you guys scooch up please and pay attention and then become the barrier between no no object and them like I really had to go like I was helping a two-year-old okay fine whatever you know it's the end of the year kids are losing their shit but then it starts to all go downhill because we move from that location the mother of that child then shows up all right I will take fault that I let some of my inside thoughts reach my face and this lady read it and pounced on it. She was like one of those kids in high school who didn't know what was going on, didn't want to pay attention, and decided to make fun of everything and try and get me on her side. Guys, to say I was really triggered by this woman was an understatement. And she definitely taught me some life lessons and was a good reminder of why I do what I do. Why I do what I do as a parent, as a human being. So the museum dossier is talking about this statue of Lady Godiva, which essentially she wanted to save her townspeople. Her king was being a jerk, yada, 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 said, fine, cool. I'll save your people, but you need to ride through town naked on a horse. And so she did, but the love of her people, they all turned their backs and didn't watch except for one dude, aka Peeping Tom. And that's how the story came about, blah, blah, blah. But in that, she had said something about how the husband was so kind and noble to help her help her people. and I was, I just kind of like, was like, whoa, my face must have let out a, oh yeah, he's so kind, but to make her ride fucking horseback naked through the town as embarrassment to please himself and then help her. Yeah. How kind, <laughs> you know? So that kind of like came across my face and ooh, I regretted it the moment I felt her just right to my side, like a fucking leech. She was like, ooh. I sensed a little bit of negativity and she latched, latched. This woman who hadn't spoken any words to me comes up to me, shoulder bumps me and she goes, I know this is really dumb, right? And I was like, no, no, I think you misinterpret my thoughts and what I'm feeling right now. I was like, actually, I don't think this is dumb. I just had a slight disagreement with how she presented the husband in that situation. And then she starts telling me how, you know, she walked away and read some other art piece and how it was way more interesting in the story the lady was telling, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like barely shaking my head yes, like, okay, are you done talking? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And as soon as she's done, I put space between myself and her, right? Like, this is not an energy I want to participate in. I honestly felt like I was transported back into school and I'm like, I know how this goes. (laughs) If I talk or I look like I am listening to her when she's talking to me, I get in trouble, right? Like and that's not I'm not here to disrespect anybody. I fully want to be present in this moment. So I gave space. And then she comes over and she's bumping me again. She's like, Really? Seriously, go read that one. That one's more interesting. So I'm like, fine. And I walk over and I read it and I'm like, Eh. This is very like exactly what i perceived from looking at it so i guess that doesn't send my mind in a frenzy and it doesn't seem that interesting to me but hey right art is for everyone everyone can perceive it and interpret it differently fine whatever so then i'm like yeah cool whatever go back to the group then we go over to that art piece and the children are talking about it and to describe this art piece it looked like a little Life size doll, or it looked like a nine month old in size. It was wearing pajamas that were like polka dotted and faded, but you could see like almost like va- varicose veins in it as well. Um, it had on like the pajamas, but it had like a bonnet to like symbolize that it was a baby, but then also it had a skull for a face um, and it had other features that made it look old. It was just representing, you know, how similar you know, newborns and older people can be as far as what they're capable of and how they come into the world, how they go out, is just showing a duality between those two things. Nothing the children interpreted was wrong on this piece by any means. And even if they were their children, they are looking at something visually and connecting it with what they know, right? So the (laughs) museum dossier starts asking the children questions and believe it or not the daughter of the you know rude i guess we'll call her the rude parent started speaking up and really got into this piece i got excited for her because i was like yes finally something she wants to get in on she's getting excited for it and so the you know dossier is like what does this make you think of like what do you think these things represent what do you think the story is trying to tell you Now, the skull and the face of the sculpture had all of its teeth, though it was child-sized. And someone had mentioned that it looked like, you know, kind of like a baby, but kind of like an old person, you know, because of the skull. And the mom kind of, like, cuts the child off in the dossier as she goes to, like, respond to her and, like, tell her good job. And the mom's like, what baby do you know is born with all their teeth like that? When I tell you my stomach dropped, my stomach dropped. Like, even the museum dossier looked at her like, are you kidding me? Like, you're really going to talk over me to belittle this child? Like, are we all witnessing the same thing? And as soon as that mom did that, that girl backed away from the group and was no longer interested in the art. And... Let me tell you, the internal chatter, the things I wanted to say to this woman, first of all, lady, you are the ignorant one. First of all, because you are shutting down someone's own thought process, which is not wrong. However, they come to a conclusion is their own. Just because you don't have the same material to build a boat doesn't mean you can't build your own boat to get there. You know what I'm saying? Like This stuff bugs me and she is a parent and she is the one who directly affects and is an example for this child. And the moment she cut her down, that child was like, well, cool. Like, I'm not going to show interest in this because this doesn't get me any favor with her. And I saw my mother in this woman. I'm like, yeah, that is is my mom. That is Tina. When Tina feels left out, when she feels like she's not understanding, when she feels like everyone else is in on it and she's not, she's got to start cutting it down, start burning it down, and I hated that as a kid. I even as a child, I was like, I don't get your mentality. Nobody's pushing you out. You are pushing you out. And this is what that child is learning. So I empathize so hard for her. And I was like, Okay, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be so hard on her. Like she's clearly doing what she has been taught she is allowed to do, what is okay for her. And that's not that's not her fault. That is her parents' fault. But as we continue through the museum, this woman blatantly is just like, that looks like a pile of crap that just out loud, just dogging on the art. Then she walks away from the group and just dismisses herself. And her kid starts getting her friends to just like walk away from the group. And the dossier is like, um, if you guys are done, we can just sit by the front doors for the next 20 minutes until your class is ready to leave or we can pay attention So I was like, come on, guys, like, let's be a part of this. Like, don't ruin it for everyone. Like, we can still have fun. But again, the mom excused herself and was not interested in what was going on. And then instantly, the child reflected that exact behavior. It doesn't matter what we teach our children. They still do what they see. It is within their genetics to just mimic us. That's how they think they survive. So if you're going to give them something to mimic... Make it fucking worthy. Do you hear me? Make it fucking worthy. You, when you are 80 years old, complaining about the youth, guess what? You had a hand in showing them and teaching them and giving an example. But if you choose not to, if you choose to just live on that negative route and only see from your perception, you are doing nothing but damaging the future. I'm sorry. Like, I am all for people who don't want to have kids. I have kids and sometimes I'm like, why? But I made the choice. They're here and I'm going to dedicate everything to making them a good human being. And even if you don't have children, you can still be a great human being and make sure that you can influence others. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's not a hard concept. But I felt so triggered by this woman because the entire time from the moment she saw that little blip of negativity on my face. She kept coming up to me, kept invading my personal space, bumping me, talking into me. I hate that. I hate that. Like, I can be a touchy-feely person, but, ooh, you got to be in that inner, inner circle. Inner, inner circle. Like, just because we're friends doesn't mean you can touch me. Sorry to my friends. But, like, same. Like, I don't feel like just because we're friends, I can just touch you. Okay? Like, I need a green light go. Before I even give like a hug, there's only like certain friends I even give hugs, okay? Because it's like an understood like love language for us. But other people, it's like, a love you, see you later. Never touch you. I just, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm the weird one. Maybe I'm the one that has it figured out. I don't know. Either way, this woman triggered me. And I'm glad that my son, because I asked him how the field trip went and he had He had a blast. He didn't notice any of the other bull crap going on, obviously, just the adults did. But it gave me so much to think and reflect on. I was very proud of myself for continuously putting space between myself and that woman. And I could see her almost like getting a little upset that I wasn't staying to talk to her or like hang out with her. But I wanted to make it clear that's not my goal. I signed up to be here. To be present with my son. To be in this experience with him. I'm not riding your boat to negativity town. I'm sorry. Sorry not doing it. Like people can have their negative emotions. That's cool. That's fine. Don't attach me to your anger. Not happening. Not happening. So that definitely. (laughs) Definitely made me make sure that whoever is around my children. Is Having. The same mindset as I am approaching things to make sure that I keep an open mind for my children as they continue to grow and experience things that I'm not familiar with. That happens a lot. My oldest is into some really cool retro things. Spongebob, he's into Sonic before Sonic came back. However, there's also a wide variety of weird things that I just don't understand. That he's into, and that's cool. That's fine. I just listen when he tells me. Sometimes I have questions if I understood enough to ask a question to understand more, (laughs) but I never shoot him down and I never brush him off. Because growing up, when I would become super excited about a new topic, a new hobby, a new thing I learned, a new song, whatever it was that excited me, if my mom didn't feel the same way or if she didn't understand it, it was just brushed off. It was unimportant. You don't think that's a big thing, right? A lot of the time you're like, I'm an adult. I'm busy. The child doesn't understand what I'm going through. True. This is true. But they're also a fucking child (laughs) and they cannot understand what you're going through because physiologically, they just can't. However, you as an adult who has been a child do understand what they're going through. But most people don't stop to put themselves back in that place because they, as children, were so quickly brushed off and ignored for certain things, you just slough it off and forget about your inner child and move on. And I am in the generation of keeping my inner child with me at all times and mothering her the way I wish I would have been mothered. And through learning to communicate and connect with and nurture my inner child that has only made me a better parent by far I am constantly putting myself in my children's shoes trying to look at things from their perspective and mine to see if there's like a common ground that we can meet in between especially when I'm on a schedule I need to get things done but I'm also trying to allow them that time to play and find that balance it's there I promise it's there so as you go out in the world today and engage with the youth of the world, please, please, please make sure that you are talking to them the way you would want to be talked to as a child. Not the way that you were. Okay, let's not go down that road. Well, I was talking. No, I don't give a flying fudge how you were treated. Treat them how you wanted to be treated. Just because we're adults, just because our lives are busy, Just because we have, quote unquote, so much going on in our minds and our lives does not mean you have the right to constantly brush off a child and their thoughts and their feelings. They're just as valid, just as valid. And if a child's thoughts and feelings trigger you, maybe you should sit with your thoughts and feelings for a little bit. Food for thought. Anyway, your homework today go out into the world and do it with an open heart and an open mind. Stay Canada. Whenever somebody disagrees with you or you disagree with them, there doesn't need to be any negative emotion or reaction to a disagreement. Use the phrase agree to disagree. It is okie dokie, okie dokie. And I also want you to go out there and nurture your inner child. What did you like to do when you were growing up. Was it drawing, dancing, listening to music, shooting hoops, playing baseball, staring at the stars, whatever it was, go do that. I don't care if it seems silly or minuscule or just not worth your time. It is quite the opposite. It is very important. It is worth all of your time and it will only help you get better as a person. And then when you do have that moment to engage in the youth, your inner child will meet them halfway. And let me tell you, if you can meet a child halfway, playing with them and letting your inner child intervene, you will learn more in that moment than you have in your, your entire life. Sit and listen to the kids. Don't dismiss them. Don't dismiss yourself. Go out there and just embrace life and everyone around you. Not too hard, right? Love you guys. you still here? What are you doing? The episode's over. I gave you homework. Get off your phone. Go outside. Go do something creative. Go dance. Stop listening to this. Go now.